0: TSA, the Sports Academy Podcast. Hosted by your boys, Robin Mill, we're here to bring you the hottest sports topics while blending analytics, opinions, and hip hop culture. We broadcast raw and uncut from the south side of Chicago. No mute button, no filter.
1: Class is now in session. And welcome back to the Sports Academy podcast. Yeah, we
0: back, we back.
1: So today we're gonna uh, bring you guys a great show, plenty of sports, music, pop culture. Um, so much
0: stuff is going on in, in just the everything. World
1: right now, right? Yeah, everything connects in sports. Um, at some point. China. Yeah, everything getting, connects you in sports. The sunglasses to this man. <laughs> Everything. The NFL is going crazy. Jerry. I mean, man. So, uh, um, what's been going on, man?
0: Pretty much, dude. Uh, we've been kind of hanging out, working my ass off. Uh, it's been crazy this last quarter of work, man. But, yo, like, we're really going to make a new commitment to really giving y'all the people what y'all want, which y'all come on the internet for, is listening to us give our takes. Like, seriously. Uh, yeah. We've been uh, having this, like, conversation. Like, we kind of feel bad for, like, you know, taking some time off. And I think the reason why is just because we got so much going on in our personal lives but the reality is you guys are the reason why we're doing this yeah so we want to make sure we're giving back to you guys and giving you guys great content
1: 2018 we're going to take the sports academy to new heights
0: oh for sure just wait all right
1: um yeah so for
0: me yeah what's going on with you man
1: for me man I, uh, Thanksgiving's gonna come up gonna spend it with some family nice um, my brother just got engaged again We just went to an engagement party man Donnie Donnie's out here two tunnel the charm so that's been cool <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah, exactly <laughs> Yo, my birthday's coming up. We about to hit Vegas soon. Yeah, when is that? December 4th? December 4th, the first weekend in, in yo, December. Yo, my the Sports Academy gonna be in Vegas. Yo, if, <laughs> you're in,
0: if you're in Vegas during December 1st through the 3rd. Yeah. Seriously, hit us out
1: there. Yeah, the Sports Academy is, is
0: there. Be at the Cosmo, at least, guaranteed. At the Cosmo. Gonna hit up Dre's. Gonna yeah. hit up Marquis, Gonna be at the tables. You name it, we gonna be there. Sports
1: parlay on Sunday. <laughs> Sports
0: parlay stay on Sunday. Maybe Saturday. Maybe Saturday It ain't even going on. Hell yeah. yeah maybe oh, Saturday. No college. So
1: college? Football. Who knows? I don't know. I'm not putting my money on college. Hey,
0: man. Toledo versus, like, what? Appalachian State? Maybe.
1: <laughs> <laughs> man, so, yeah, we got we've got a lot going on in our personal lives coming up. But let's get into the rundown with the Sports Academy.
0: Yeah, what's the rundown in our day, man?
1: Hey, but really quick, I just wanted to say, if you guys haven't heard that No Dope on Sundays, it's AHA The Prince. I've been supporting them since at least, I don't know, 2012, 2011, 2012. So that's my AHA album right now for y'all to check out. You know, we always try to put some music in. You oh, for to-
0: sure. Yeah, I got an album too. Um, this is like Circa. I just remember Circa 2002, 2003. Big fan of Dipset, Cam'ron, Jim Jones, and, and, and Juells. And they came out with... Dipset, set a new mixtape i guess you can call it a mixtape slash album uh basically once upon a time it is classic in my eyes because it goes back to that old like soul feeling like like hip-hop has missed that soul feeling because all the new producers are now creating new beats based off 808s but no one uses like you know uh, uh samples anymore yep. right so you listen to these old school hip-hop albums and you have some soul attached to it because you're using samples from Motown and from your dad's and mom's music um but nowadays you know a lot of people just don't do that but you this rap, an
1: album feel to me yeah like I'm, you want to like open the cd package exactly
0: and i think cam just goes in like always you know i think he's one of those rappers who can rap in the 90s and sound cool he can rap yeah. today and sound cool yeah. still tell stories so Definitely a good album. If you haven't checked it out, definitely take a listen to it. Got some pretty dope tracks on it. Once Upon a Time. And it's definitely one of my favorites.
1: All right. Now the rundown. Yep. NFL recap. Power rankings. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's going to be good. Jerry Jones Goodell. Uh, NFL in Mexico. Mm. Then we're going to jump to the NBA recap. Seasons cooking. Some heat. The Cavs only win with... Air LeBron, you was know, gonna hate me just uh, Air LeBron, <laughs> like give me man to do, dog. King LeBron, man. LeBron. king of New York, man. Yeah. He looks like Air LeBron right nah, now, bro. King LeBron, <laughs> son. Hey, and what's going on with my boys down in Oklahoma, right? They can't get it together right now. So, man. currently down six to the Pelicans, but we ain't getting to that. Um uh, And
0: then, oh, and Boogie just got ejected, by the way. so
1: Okay, so hopefully I get You're telling me there's a chance That was <laughs> no, 46 seconds, it's a wrap But Alright, so let's just jump right in NFL recap, what's been going on, man So My chiefs suck i <laughs> <laughs> just say it Cause Jamil called this He wants to make sure we got this show in before Thanksgiving Cause he heard How I was just like I don't want... I mean, like, forget the NFL. You know, I won't drop the F-bond like I have been for the last two weeks about the Chiefs. <laughs> nah, man, we were on in uncuts, man. Yeah? Fuck <laughs> the Chiefs. <laughs> That's how I feel, yo. But, no, uh, we suck. Lost four of the last five. I'm completely off the bandwagon. Uh, I was, I've been off for the last four or five weeks. So, for me, I, I think we still win a division, but I don't care about that. We're in a quick first round exit if that's the case. No one wants to win a division right now, dude. Yeah, um, I just look for signs that we don't do well. We don't stop. We don't get off the field on third down on defense. We don't convert third downs. We're bad in the red zone right now. Um, we kick a bunch of field goals. <laughs> <laughs> and, right, and as of late, we can't score 13 points on the Giants. So. Yeah, we just don't have science for playoff winning football, so I'm over them. Um, but, that's that. And then, um, I'm sure you wanted to say something about it.
0: Yeah, I mean, you know, what it really comes down to for me is, I've been calling it all year in the sense of, you have quarterbacks in the league that are really good, and I think everyone else is just mediocre at best or just bad. And that sounds, obviously, like, yeah, like, duh. But what it really comes down to is that those top three or four or five quarterbacks are always gonna be in the conversation of winning a Super Bowl and everyone else I think is just out of the conversation in totality. You might have a Trent Dill for every once in a while where you have a great defense and they're just you know gonna win them and will them to a Super Bowl. Um, at this point, on the NFL,
1: or a new look like Colin Kaepernick, it's something yeah. you just haven't seen before.
0: Yeah, and typically those guys are like typically are rookies or they're kind of first or second year players who or are new, a new look kind or of a new type style,
1: style. Of play. Yeah,
0: um, the RG threes, you get a Colin Kaepernick's and you know the Russell Wilson, you know kind yeah. of thing. Um, but when you, when it comes down to it. It's very hard to watch the NFL as a fan if you know your team doesn't have one of those top three or four or five guys, because you know when it comes on a crunch time, you might lose to a one and eight team and only kick three field goals and that's it. <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? And so since the beginning of time, i mean Alex t- is in the MVP conversation <laughs> for six weeks. Come on, you know like I've been telling like I've been that telling is, Rob
1: that sucks, man.
0: I've been telling Rob like. This is all great. Like, yeah, you might have a very good and very talented defense, a Ben Don't Break D. You might have one of the smartest coaches I think in the NFL, and Andy Reid. You have explosive offensive players. Travis Kelsey is in the conversation being one of the greatest tight ends in the NFL. Tyreek Hill, which is an explosive player. You know, Kareem Hunt, those type players. But if you don't have a quarterback, you just cannot win. And Alex Smith has never been proven to win. Even during his best season, he was bent for a rookie, Colin Kaepernick. And Colin took him to Zubo. And
1: honestly, the same thing is going to happen this year, I feel like. <laughs> I'm seeing it, and I, I I didn't want to say that at all. I didn't think it would be possible. I love Mahomes, and now isn't playing horribly. But last game did it for me. And it's just like... If we're gonna have any chance to salvage and, and to win that it's not about salvaging the season, it's about winning a playoff game this year. We're gonna have to have a quarterback who can air that thing out and who can beat the cover the zone blitz that we've seen in the last five weeks that Alex can't beat since the Steelers uh displayed that. But basically he just can't consistently hit or he just doesn't throw this to the open guy enough. He's like playing with where he wants to go, one or two reads. He's not sure if he doesn't fully see it, if it's not open immediately. Yeah. He's tucking it. He's not he's not making the play happen or throwing it throwing the person open ever. So we need a quarterback that can do those things. We have the talent. Yeah, yeah. And just this we can't what our defense isn't good enough to do it the way we're doing it now.
0: I had this we had this debate and we had this bet. This is the beginning of the year in the pre in the kitchen table and I'm like, Yo, Rob, I'm going to take this bet for you. Um, you drafted Mahomes with the 10th pick or something like that, right? You know, yeah. the top 10 pick. And I was like, man, they drafted Mahomes 10 in the first round. That's a signal for me that Alex either just isn't part of the future, which, you know, is is, is fine. Or that he's going to get benched soon. And so I said, we made a bet and I lost the bet. But the bet was the first eight games, or the first eight games, Alex Smith will be benched for Mahomes. Now, obviously I lost the bet, right? Because they went hot and won their first four games or whatever it was, so you really can't bench him because they went 4-0. A couple of those games they might have lost. <laughs> yeah. Um lost. Speaking of, you know, Doxon. Josh Doxson, <laughs> <laughs> dropping GCU. a touchdown, you know what I'm saying? But you can just see and feel the fact that, again, Andy Reid is sitting here with a prime team who can make a deep run in the playoffs. You don't have a guy who can make big plays with this arm who can stretch the field. Right. And Alex Smith is a great, I think he's a great backup and just a average at best starter. You have him the backup, he can come in, fill your offense, you know, dink and dunk, get you a couple wins possibly, not lose the game.
1: Yeah.
0: One thing he won't do though is he will not win you a game and that's
1: the problem. I was watching the game. I saw some stat like Alex Smith had twenty-three game-winning wins or something, or game-winning drives that he won. And I'm like, what? Those have to be for Phil goals. Like, yeah, I, I, I may have seen him throw one, maybe one or two touchdown drives. And he's been with the Chiefs for this is his fifth season. And not one or two. And not the only one that I. Yeah, maybe. I remember him driving for a field goal against the Bills a couple. Of, like it's that spare, it's that sparingly, yeah. and he's he has 50 wins you know, <laughs> in those five years, you know. And I don't remember him. You know, I can't definitively say when he's like, oh, we were down, we were backs against the wall, and you know,
0: <laughs> so, I mean, to be to be fair, right? You guys were down what nine six in the fourth quarter with two minutes less than two minutes ago. Was, I think it was an interception. It was an interception. They were turning back 17 yards, and they got a field goal or something like that. Oh, man, I saw. It was that. something like that, right? And I mean,
1: then I was thinking, Alex, this is Alex's chance to win the game. And that's when, got they, brought, that's the when they brought him down to Got him down to the red zone and the field out. goal.
0: And you know, I'm like, okay. Yo, cool. he
1: ran for it on third and goal. And yeah. got tackled. At the <laughs> like he got to throw it away so we can get another play. And, Come on, man. It's terrible dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, you heard it here first. Hey, what did I see last last pod though? Uh, <laughs> I was like, he's definitely fools go, bro.
1: Like, he's just he's not he's not it, man. Yeah, I'm blown, sorry. Alright man. Let's talk let's talk about let's talk about let's talk about the Bills who actually yanked their starting quarterback for the promising or what they thought would be the promising rookie. So Jamil has a complete different opinion. You you so typically you say go with the rookie Test it out, see what you can get, and then you know what you got and move on. But this time you say I say no because they were five they had a winning record. They were they're number four. They're
0: number two in the division. They still have a super duper chance of having a playoff spot. Uh you have you know veteran players like McCoy still playing still playing hard um
1: you know and you you still it wasn't one of those four or five quarterbacks though you're yeah, not you gotta keep looking though. No, in, 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 a, in a
0: sense, in a <laughs> sense of this mean. though like this is what i this is what i don't agree with is that you had you do have a a a contractual agreement with the other 52 players on your roster yeah. to say listen we're going to try the best to win games and put you guys in the best position to win a game so to yank Tyrod right after a couple bad games And to still be in the playoff hunt doesn't make much sense to me especially when you put in a guy like peterson and he throws five interceptions in the first half like i know tyrod sitting there probably just like laughing his ass off like just rolling on the floor how do you go back into the
1: game like nah fuck no don't put me back in this game
0: but he thought he threw threw, threw a touchdown i know but of course but that's the fight came back from the bills like, as a receiver, as a lineman, how can I block for somebody who's throwing five picks? I can't. I got to go to my coach and be like, all right, coach. Like, all right, you trying to prove a point. You were obviously wrong. And now you got to put back in the tie box. So I'm not going to go out here and risk my career, risk my, my season for a guy who can't even get it past the 50-yard line.
1: I mean, every game matters. So, if they're, when the season's over and they're 8-8, eight and, eight, and they're like, the game off from. The wild card. Who knows what the last. You know, like those are the kind of things that you're going to. Ne- you lost your team. Oh, for there's, sure. There's no getting it back either way.
0: So, but I guess this, do you. Next game, you got the the Chiefs. And uh, I called last game. please the Chiefs.
1: Peter. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you see Tyrod, it's an L. <laughs> I, called,
0: I called the last game a trap game for the Giants. It's a trap game for you guys. And I was like, well, you guys might win the Giants because, I mean, beat the Giants because coming off a bye. And Andy Reid is amazing off of a buy, which I'm shocked you couldn't throw a touchdown yeah, from a buy, right? Sixteen four. Right? Yeah, and so I was like, "Well, you guys might not lose that one, but definitely the next game, the trap game, playing the Bills, who could go either way?"
1: I say we lose out. You think
0: you guys lose out?
1: Yeah, I say we go. So you
0: guys out. go t- six and ten. Six and ten. <laughs> Stop. All right, dog. All right. Yeah, dog. Now you're so walling. So. Now you're walling. Who
1: did they beat? They lost to. They beat end. the Pats. Who will they be going for? They lost to the 1-8 Giants. we are got to play the Bills. We still have to play the uh, Broncos again. We still have to play the Chargers again. The Broncos are 3-7. We have to play the... I mean, we just lost to 1-8-10. We want a better defense. Like, we've got to play the Chargers, the Raiders. We have Four, to play six. Miami.
0: Miami uh, is what?
1: Four. I mean, we, we just lost. Four
0: and six. They're
1: all losable games. Like, we <laughs> could lose out. We could very well. We just lost to the Giants. We could lose out. And every game has been sketchy for the last. We could lose out. But nah. I can't. Man, I still don't know for the life of me the guy who led the, the Giants in receiving yards. But he, it was his first game ever, and he was getting open. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. <laughs> what, Keenan Allen just put up twelve and one fifty nine on better competition. He owns us. It's not looking good, yo. We could lose out.
0: But <laughs> I don't want to get going to the Chiefs, but all right. All so the Bills, the coach. What do you do, I guess, as the Bills coach, from a sense of you put in this guy with Peterson or what Peterman, whatever, whatever this guy's name is. Like, I didn't even work pronouncing correctly because he just is horrible. What do you do though, from that perspective? Now that you put him in, you might have lost your team because he threw five picks. Do you go back with him the next game, or do you go back to Tyrod?
1: To me, you have to go with Peterman now. You have to because you've already lost your team, no matter what. It's like as a, as a coach, as a head coach, if you think it's best. If you, if you think it's best, that's the uh, that's the flat tire right there. <laughs> um, if you think it's best to put in this guy who, in turn of five first half picks, I can't listen to you anymore as a coach. Like you don't know what you're talking about. You don't know what's best for our team. And so I'm not gonna play for I'm not gonna play that hard. I'm playing for myself now for my resume for my next contract. And as a coach, to me, you have to nurture this quarterback we just put out there you can't yank him he's done for the rest of his career
0: you know one thing i don't like about the nfl is that coaches just cannot be wrong you know you have 16 games to play and coaches will never admit that they made a mistake or made a fault um when it comes to like certain plays when it comes to strategy yeah and they always have an issue of just saying like you know what that's a
1: decision they won't uh, uh, take the fault for they'll take the fault for a loss but yeah
0: it's i don't i never understood that like you made a mistake like you put in a guy who wasn't ready and yeah he threw five picks in the first half but mind you so it's a mistake like Sean McDermott should come up and say you know what made a mistake I put my guys in a horrible horrible position to win games win this game won't happen again move on
1: how do you move on from a five and four quarterback when the backup is unproven
0: that's what I don't understand. Like,
1: and More more so is that when your team is built on defense, running the ball, moving the check, like ugly football, you don't have the receivers to air it out. Well, in half the battle was the fact
0: that Tyrod had some mobility, too. So when the blitz comes, he can get away. He can get you a 10-yard gain using his feet versus a guy like Peterman who's stuck in the pocket and, again, not even playing one of the better defenses in the league. And he's throwing five picks and these are wide open, like these aren't like just, you know, things are getting bobbled. These are miscommunication. I can't throw the ball, I have no idea what I'm doing type of interceptions.
1: Yo, he hasn't had anybody to throw it to. Tyrod. Oh yeah, like, they got Kelvin. Zay Jones hasn't been he hasn't been a no show for the He's a rookie. And then Jordan Matthews was hurt. I think he wasn't that good to begin with, personally. And Clay and Clay's been hurt too, Charles Clay, Clay. Yeah, the tight end is You know, it's like, what are you? They're bell cow. They're everything is the running back right now, McCoy. And so that works when you have a mobile quarterback. But if you have somebody that you're trying to toss it around the field with, first of all, the old lines better be good, and you better have some skilled players that can win the one-on-one battles. You have, you know, you have to set your team up. Your young quarterback, out.
0: yeah, and now it's too late. It's too late. Well, do you think you lose his confidence at that point? Is this Can like you a,
1: bench him for the rest of the year and bring him back next I don't year? Think he's like a, I don't think he's benched, I think he's just not ready. Like, it's he's just not ready, right? So, you, I mean, think about it. You said that's how you say, it as the coach or from an outsider, but if you're the player and they was like, okay, we're gonna take the range from this guy and give it to you, and when I were to take it back from you after a half or so. I got benched. I don't care which how you put it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. I love Sharon's uh, tweet though. He's like, the Bills cut Nathan Peterman after five picks in one half. <laughs> he <laughs> just went to cut. <laughs> yeah, <where> does, <laughs> like bench? Nah, I was like the cut.
1: <laughs> and where is where is Kaepernick? That's another story for
0: day. <laughs> yeah, Kaepernick's still not sound, my boy. All
1: right. Let's talk about Jerry Jones. So um i alluded to it slightly last part but jerry jones is officially like going at roger goodell and the reason being is because back in august roger goodell insinuated in so many words that um Zekio elliott would not be suspended for the domestic violence case um, and as we all know, that wasn't the case. So Ezekiel has been suspended. They've been fighting it all year. It's official now. Yeah. And so Goodell or Jerry Jones, he's pissed about it. Pissed to the point where he, in quote, says, "I'm gonna come after you with everything I have. If you think Bob Kraft came after you hard, Bob Kraft is a pussy compared to what I'm gonna <laughs> do." Nah. And of course, it's is P-dash-dash-dash-y, but... You know what that means, you We know what that means, ladies and gentlemen. And so, he's his So, this is classic. Jerry Jones has supported him uh, in a lot of ways. And he thought he just... I think Jerry's feelings hurt was hurt more than anything. He feel, you know, it's one of those rich... Privileged, powerful things where you feel like you know what's about to watch this, watch what's about to happen because I didn't pull some strings yeah. and it backfired Yeah. So I think that is the biggest. That's the, who says words like this. I'm gonna come at you with everything that I have, but a hurt individual, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's
0: definitely I think, embarrassed, probably from yeah. a league perspective, probably from the owners' perspective. He's probably talked to the owners like, "I will beat He's this." Probably I flexed. got this. That's it. Because yeah. he,
1: he shouldn't be embarrassed by someone going being uh ve- looked at it from a dom- domestic violence potential uh, offender like being suspended that's common in this league but for him to feel embarrassed he must have been flexing right it had to be because
0: yeah. at some point you look at like Goodell and him being this villain in the nfl from a player's perspective it's super rare the fact that he's a villain in the owner's perspective even when you know craft Bob Craft has been going through all these issues from Spygate to DeflateGate, uh, you know they've been taking away draft picks. Even he never came out to, you know, basically you know try to crush Gr- like Goodell. Like you know, he might have came out and said the league, the league, the league, but he never came out and personally attacked Roger Goodell himself. Um, you know, and that that's been going on for a long time, especially the DeflateGate stuff that was going on for a year and they never even serve the suspension, wins the Super Bowl, and then he comes back, right? So, at some point, you know, Jerry just must have felt like Goodell must have given him an in, or a way out, I should say, and then it didn't happen, so now he feels, he feels you know, he feels shaded. Like, he has to feel shaded, right? And yeah. Goodell is now up for, what, a contract extension? Uh, I, think Jerry, I think Goodell makes what 40 million dollars a year 35 million dollars a year 30
1: plus for sure The
0: contract extension was for a 50 million dollar contract With a private lifetime Private jet Lifetime health benefits for him and his family And I think that got denied Partially because of what's happening In the NFL Of you know Goodell being handed a silver platter to the NFL and then Allegedly like you know all these things happening From a you know, uh, they call it the, the the knee gate or the patriot gate of the players kneeling, right?
1: Good dog is getting forty two. But yeah. that's it's crazy. Insanity. Yeah. So I yeah, I agree with everything you said that so good we don't know how this is gonna end. We don't know how far Jerry Jones is gonna take this. He doesn't care that other owners are telling him to like back down from it. He's he's going despite their recommendations I mean what it's doing is it's creating again
0: more noise in the NFL and the noise in the NFL creates negativity for the fans
1: and, this, and Jerry's been the biggest one about business the bottom line and how ratings are down I'm not sure how this helps This sounds kind it of it doesn't I think that's what the other owners are like Jerry just chill, shut the bro. fuck up yeah like chill like, chill. like yeah.
0: it's cool your guy got to it for six games yeah you cool. the
1: main one talking about ratings going down and now you're trying to attack the man who made the business go from I think 6 billion to like 13 billion in like what, a decade or less yeah like or,
0: 10 years yeah. so you know from where the game has kind of been handed to you know uh, Goodell on a platter and you know Tagliabue taking it from what it was to 6 billion to your point to now like 12 to 13 billion I mean you know, Goodell has some hand, that's why he gets paid so much money. So, to kind of attack the guy, I think, just, again, puts fans on more notice of why maybe the NFL is such a great product, right? Or why fans, like have stopped watching the NFL, don't even care about it, or won't even turn their TVs to it.
1: Man, yeah, you just, like, you just, like, broke something. Like, it's groundbreaking, you just said, I feel like. like is the, Can the NFL fall? A lot of people say no, but...
0: Oh, we totally can.
1: Is there like a? I think there's like short-term implications and then there's long-term, right? And, and I think this is, is happening.
0: The short-term is obviously like the kneeling, right. the you know the flag stuff. That's the short-term. The long-term stuff is the parents not wanting their kids to play right. football for the concussion reasons, um, or even for how it looks from a domestic violence reasons. I mean, this just goes back to the the NBA back in the '70s, right? From the standpoint of. Back in the 70s, the NBA was looked upon as being like a a black league and, uh, you know, the players were on drugs and it being tape delay and all that stuff. So it went from glory, glory, Celtics, Lakers to a point where the NBA aba had a rivalry to the point where it was looked upon as as a down league. The league can definitely like go backwards, like don't get it twisted. It can go backwards. So if you don't protect what's happening now. Especially Jerry. Jerry
1: Jones. That's the big. I'm like, this is the biggest short-term implication. This friction with the owner, a power, big owner, a powerful yes. owner. Like that's that's new. Like it's okay for the that's players new. to hate you, right? This, as, a, as a commissioner. Usually, like the owners love. They've loved Goodell this whole time. So this is what's new, and this is what. This may not be the change a lot of people are looking for in the NFL with their protests for all these other reasons, but this could start some change oh for sure you know and, and, and it could affect the, the protect the protesters as well right?
0: yeah no nah, definitely um and, you know speaking of like this money and revenue and globalization of the game you know the recently the game uh the raiders and the patriots yeah. was in mexico city mm-hmm. great turnout <clears throat> um the stadium you know was it looked like from my perspective when i, you know, I checked in it was 85% full, you know, filled. the most, they had yeah. some seats that were like blacked out, yeah. covered up, I think probably because it's, you not know, that many tickets weren't sold. Um, but what I liked about the game was the fact that one, it was in a, in, in a, in a setting of the US and it wasn't London, it was Mexico. Second, like the fans were cheering for Brady. Like yeah. the chants were Brady, yeah. Brady. So there are some fans in the NFL that don't have to have that can have their helmet on and still have an international impact of who they are. Now it might be because you know obviously he's Tom Brady, he's the most well-recognized football player in the NFL. Might be because his wife is a global icon, therefore making him a global icon. Um, it could be all those things factored in. But it was shocking to see that you know there were fans that were in Mexico still rooting for a player. Um, and not just a team, you know, perspective like they do in London.
1: I thought it was going to be predominantly Raiders fans, but it was pretty split Yeah. in terms of Raiders and Patriots fans. Yeah. And, you know, Tom has having five rings. Like, I think fans across the world like winners, right? So, it's easy to identify with the winner. And it is also good that they can ident- recognize a player without a helmet. Um, that's why basketball players are much more marketable, right you see who they are all the time so that's impressive and it's telling to an extent but I would feel more I would be if they were doing that with Gronk or um, Cleo Mack yeah and I feel like that would let me know that the NFL can make it internationally when like, there's not that many times. There's no other time breaks, right? Yeah, that's true. You know? Like, you have to have more than one face, and it just can't be the quarterbacks somehow. the teams. As to your point, there's only four good ones anyway, right? <laughs> yeah. So it's like, that can't be the. Like, you can't have four faces in the league in 30, with 32 teams.
0: Yeah, I think that's just the NFL in general from a standpoint of you know, who can name the right type of a team, right? Not many fans can, even of their own team, right? But you can name your starting five of your team if you're an NBA fan, just because of, you see the players, you know the players, whatever. Uh, so, you know, from that perspective, I can totally see it. I guess the problem that I have is the NFL is going into markets, and you brought this point earlier, the NFL is going into markets that are heavily dominated by football, and not the NFL football, talk. What's talking Football, soccer
1: football. So that's the question I just want to raise to all the people. Did the NFL get it wrong or whoever created the game by naming it after the most popular sport in the world to begin with? That just seemed like an you know? i like am I'm gonna name, I'm gonna create a new sport and I'm gonna name it after the most popular sport across the land. You yeah. know, so that's my issue with the NFL marketing globally, especially in places uh, where soccer is the favorite, the most predominant sport. Yeah. Basketball can do it because it's a different sport for one. It's a different name, it's a different concept, uh, and players are more marketable. Mm-hmm. Like for all the points, you know, you go to Spain and you see Michael Jordan do this thing, and you see his face, you see his shoes, you see, you know, that's gonna stick. But how many people are just gonna hate on the sport because it's named after their favorite sport? Yeah. you know what I mean. That's totally, that's totally you know a challenge. I mean? That's
0: a good point, and that's what I'm saying. That's a, that's a very good point. They're going into London, which has the I'm most about to go marketable.
1: to <laughs> <fucking ass laughs> real football. Yeah, you know, I'm not going for that. It's
0: <laughs> funny because like international people say, yeah, this isn't real football. My football, is real football, and then we go and say, soccer isn't real football. Our football is a real football, right? Football American, and so. It's crazy though. Like I'll, I'll tell the small, this quick story. I went over to Spain a couple of years ago, and me and me and my wife, we go over to Spain a lot to go see Real Madrid, one of my favorite, uh, you know, football teams. And uh, we go over there, and we go to uh, this is like in January. So we go over to TGI, a yeah, TGI Fridays, only place I could watch at this point is NFL is playing. And it's the playoffs. Like the first, round, the only place I can watch the game is at an American bar, which is TGI Fridays. I walk in the bar. Everyone automatically sees me. They know that I'm American. Having conversations. The bar is rabid. People are going nuts. The Patriots and the Chiefs are playing. And people are going crazy. And I was shocked, right? Because I'm sitting there talking to a guy from Spain. And he's like, listen, for, the NFL is super exciting to us because you your fans are crazy. And I'm thinking in my head, like... Over in America, we think the soccer fans are crazy. Right? You know, they have a, they cage their own the the the, the they cage, they have a certain area where they actually cage in like the, the other team fans at the Ellen Stadium. You know, you see the the YouTube videos of like you know the fans fighting and like fans getting kicked down the stairs and like what about having this their stuff? team
1: flag wrapped on the casket? Is it like yeah, like die. Yeah, <laughs> like, <laughs> like it <buried>. is right? <laughs> so <laughs> like, we see that we're like okay. man, it's, the fans are crazy. On the flip
0: side, you go international. And these fans are like you guys are crazy. Your faces are painted. You guys are wearing masks. Like you have these defense signs, and like you're pounding on the, um, you know, on the, on the, on the end zone wall, and like doing all this crazy stuff. And so they think we're crazy. They, we think they're crazy. And they love the NFL because they have nothing like it over there. There's no other contact sport where you can see two guys run as fast as they can and hit each other as fast as they want to. And then in a playoff atmosphere, the fans like, you know, the the cameras are rocking. So I say this to say that I'm so shocked that the NFL has not gone out and marketed to other countries besides Mexico and London. Why not have a preseason game over in China? Why not have a preseason game over in Australia? Like, why not do that?
1: I I don't think they. It's not that they haven't tried. Like, I that would be. Like, I think that would just be naive or just ridiculous to think that they haven't tried. Because they've seen the, NBA, the success of Davis Stern on in the last. I don't know, 20 since years. 84. <laughs> yeah. You know? Like, so they have to have tried. I just think they, they've they had to. They've probably failed in some ways. Maybe this is like small traction. They tried in a bunch of ways. Actually, the NFL U. You know, they've tried in different ways. which was a failure. Yeah. yeah
0: that, was, that was
1: horrible. Um, what was that? The commissioner was Lux dead? <laughs> um, so I don't know. I just don't know if it will. I don't know if it will stick. And I would really argue that the basis of it like starts with the name. I really would <laughs> really? I really think if it's just a different name then people can get their heads, heads wrapped around it being completely different sport you yeah. yeah
0: and you know it, it, think about how stubborn we are in America in the sense of like people who like fast paced sports people who like you know uh, winners and losers people who like athleticism and all that stuff and excitement and it's like, I won't watch soccer just because they, you know, it's called, people call it football. Right.
1: Now it's, a, it's direct competition in certain countries. Oh, of course, because they play on Saturdays and Sundays. Right, yeah, so it's like, what football are you watching? It's not, these are these are two different sports. It's but it could be,
0: it could be, like, because of the, the, the time zone difference, it totally could be okay, though. Because I wake up, I watch soccer or EPL or La Liga at, you know, 8, 7 a.m. on Saturdays. Yep. On Sundays, and then I can go at twelve o'clock, one o'clock, and watch my NFL if I wanted to.
1: You can, but you identify them as two different games. Oh, because, of course, because they're not—they both not called soccer. You know? <laughs> yeah, that's true. You know I mean?
0: That's true. <laughs> I just, I just, I guess, I wonder what the NFL is going to do to make it a global game, and it's so and it's trying so hard. I think you have to go over to like a China. You have to go over to like yeah. Australia, where soccer isn't. The it's, it's popular, but it isn't their, like you know they're cool of sports, right. right? You go to Mexico, like Mexico is La Liga, it is soccer. Right. right? You go to London, like it is soccer. Right. right? You go to come
1: Very, like, you start talking some other football. <laughs> yeah,
0: it's like <laughs> it would be crazy, right? So I don't know what the NFL does to kind of create a global That's game.
1: This is my thought. I could be. I don't know <laughs> why. Maybe it, it will stick, but just, I just it just dawned on me. I'm glad this was a topic, but I was just thinking like. Because it was in Mexico, like, well, listen, are these seats blacked out because there, there's like 15,000 people still like, fuck football, America, you <laughs> know? Like, probably, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Probably, you know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. I, I we'll see, see man. It's
1: a really good segment on football though. They're gonna
0: have they're gonna have to do some globally to kinda get back some of these fans and hopefully get the range back. But we'll see what happens, man. We'll see. Let's talk basketball, man. Nah for sure. We definitely gotta talk basketball. It's the uh it's the I mean what's happening right now in, in the NBA is the first games. Going crazy. Um so where should we start man? We can start with the Celtics, the Cavs, we can go with Really O-Kicks. quick overview, yeah.
1: overview man, just the league's live and well. That's what I wanna say
0: the world, bro, the it is. I mean...
1: I really hope they just keep pushing themselves. Because now it's a will versus skill thing. The skill and talent is there. Let's see if they have the will to be great. I want everybody to feel like they can be the best.
0: I haven't seen I, this transition since, like, the Larry Bird era. And then, like, you know, the Jordan era into, like, the nineties. Yeah. Like, this is what this feels like in that sense. Obviously, you still have LeBron and, like, the Golden State Warriors being that... Celtic Lakers kind of tight.
1: Almost an after. They are an afterthought so far this year. Which is which is stupid in me. Like I a, like it. I like is it's last, last down, it. Last year was it's so all crazy. part three. Last year was part three. Yeah. And maybe we'll get to a part four at some point. But right now, I like that. It's an afterthought. That, that's a, I,
0: okay. I see your point there, which is which is definitely well taken. What I can't stand though is the fact that like we're crowning these we're crowning these players like already, right? Like, that's my yeah. problem. I like, mean we're, cr- we're crowning Giannis as like Giannis Jordan. We're crowning MB, don't get me wrong, he's nice, we're crowning MB already as like, you know, the Hakeem olajuwon 4.0. Not even right. 2.0 but like 4.0. Right. Like we're already crowning these young players. Who are good in their own it's regard. All off potential in, yeah. the, in the
1: microwave area that we're
0: in. You know, Ben Simmons, he is... Uh, I write a stat about uh, you know, do- uh, triple-doubles, and one of the questions was why are triple-doubles so prominent now in today's game? But a lot of it's to do with the pace, actually. The pace of right. the game is a lot faster. And, you know, when you think about it, the 05 Suns, which is one of the... You think of the, hot, the fastest-paced NBA teams. If they played in today's game they be in the bottom 20 in pace. Right. Like, I think the top pace right now is the Brooklyn, the Brooklyn Nets at 107 possessions a game. The Phoenix Suns were at 95 possessions a game. they be literally almost last in today's game.
1: That would rank, that would be last. Dead last. <laughs> like, they'd be dead last in today's NBA. So, the last of the Spurs, obviously, and they're 97.29. <laughs> they'd be dead last. And they were seven seconds or less, like, style.
0: Seven or seven. That's still. crazy, right? So... Obviously the stats are, you know, are kind of, you know, creating the, the pace is creating the stats. But a guy like Ben Simmons, who had two triple doubles in his first nine games, it took Oscar Robinson three games to get his first two triple doubles, and Lonzo Ball has not better in, in his in his first uh, sixteen or seventeen games. So you, you look at kind of what's happening in the league, the and possessions it's in a pre- great
1: it's in a great place. True, but the possessions were pretty great back then too though. Right? Oh yeah, the, the possessions were definitely cause were, higher. Cause they were saying if you compared Russ last year to uh, Oscar, he would have like, in, in crazy, like more insane numbers.
0: Yeah, he would have had more insane Her numbers possession. because yeah, the possessions were were definitely were, were high then. You know, you in a nine a nineteen lead, right. you know, back then.
1: Right. Um.
0: But yeah, but where the where the where the, where the game is now, you know, you asked a question on our um on our group chat, you asked, uh, who the top five players. That's
1: a great question, is Early, because I know there's prisoner this is just me egging. Yeah, yeah. I put in a few groups. I got to call <laughs> idiots and everything. Because it's just me egging on the prisoner of the moments. What's the top five? Giannis Jordan is number one, the best in the <laughs> league. Oh, Celtics are 116 and or Carrie. Carrie's top five! <laughs> you know, and I'm like Ben Simmons! Yeah, like, <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. So no longer LeBron Jordan. Or not no not I said Jordan. You hate when I say it. LeBron LeBron, KD, Harden. You know Curry You know Like no No more of those Five or six guys Like where do they go You know what I'm saying (laughs) (laughs) Those are still the top Five or six best guys In the league Are there A bunch of Promising guys coming? Absolutely Yeah I, I do think There's promising talent uh, what has to happen at this point with that talent is consistency and improvement and identifying the weakness in your game and making that a strength yeah. as people continue to try to exploit your weakness.
0: I love, though, the fact that you have these young players that are creating their own identities, are creating their own their own wave of right. the game in a sense. Right. Like you have Embiid doing things that a big man isn't supposed to do. What can't. Right? You have Carlton Towns, who you, know, you might not think is. One of the better young players But every GM has voted him as like a player They would what take number one he do? right now what can't he do? You know you have you know The Ben Simmons who is I still haven't seen him shoot a jump shot But he is a beast when it comes to You know athleticism And dunking and dishing out And triple doubles and
1: rebounding I mean you, What's next for these guys are being in big moments Where we know who they are
0: and then being on good teams too, right? Yeah, you,
1: to be, you have to be on a good team to be big moments.
0: Yeah, and that's what's gonna be like the next step, and the next level. Exactly. And even still, the Bucks, as good as they are, yeah. they lost the Wizards today. They're gonna eight eight
1: you know? That's my thing. It's like the number one player in the league to you guys is eight and eight, and he shoots twenty eight percent from the three. Uh, like, there's so many different weaknesses about him. It's like, is this switch? Reti- like prisoner of the moment? I get it. Fourteen games and now sixteen. I get it. So it's like you're excited, but for me, it's. I think I think I always when I see a player, I think about I put them in the in the finals.
0: Yeah. I put
1: them in the playoffs. I put them in the finals. I put these teams because that's the ultimate goal, right? So I put them in those moments and think how they would handle. For for instance, Giannis. Giannis right now is on some rust attack to basket. That's his game right now. Yep. If you don't get back, if you don't get in his way, he's going to lay you a donkey. The period. What happens 40 games or 50 games in the season when teams get a few more practices and their defensive rotations get better? Or when they make the playoffs and the defensive rotations are there. Way tougher. And they're finally scouting you. You know, like, versus just we're on a five-game road trip and we're just going to go play. These are like pickup games, essentially. You yep. don't practice. You don't do anything. So if you have talent, if you can exploit something that's working for you right now, you will. But my, I think about in the end how the game is not, a tra- it's not an up-and-down basketball game in the playoffs. It's not a fast-break game in the playoffs. It's a half-court set. How does your game translate to that? And that's where I started to dissect the game. Honestly, maybe that's not fair to him, but I don't think he would be that successful in a half-court, very little trans- transition basketball.
0: Yeah, I mean, the one thing about Giannis that he has is that he's going to the basket, and that's because that's probably the only thing he can do. He's not going to sit there and try to, you know, yank you back and forth and yeah. try to pull the jump shot. He's yanking you back and forth to go to the rack. Right. right, and then who do you put on? You put on? Do you put a big man on him because of his length? Right. You put a guard on him because he plays like a wing position. Uh, Does you that know,
1: team play big or small? Yeah, the
0: matchups is so yeah. tough and so long. But the man's averaging thirty points a game In ten point five gonna and four point four assists. And he has a PER that's through the roof and he's shooting 55% plus. He definitely from the field.
1: shoot over. And that just dropped. I think it was higher than that recently.
0: Yeah, I think it was like 56.5 right. or something. Something like that. So right?
1: no, I get all no and I agree. And that's why it's hard to like sounds like I'm hating, but he, I love his talent. All world talent, potential through the roof. Can he be everything that we want him to be? Yes. But he is he is so far from reaching his potential. Like but that, so I
0: think talented. that's that's the that's the thing. He is so far from reaching potential. And he's, he's averaging, averaging 30, 30 and basically
1: no. 11, so, so the, right? That's what means, like, can't, but I can't put him in the top five right no, now. No, of course Because you're not, to me, for me to put, it's disrespectful. It's so disrespectful to LeBron, to KD, to Harden, to as polished as they are. Curry, right, to be like, oh, this dude who's, who hasn't come close to scraping the ceiling. It's better than these guys just off of sheer talent and athleticism. And know?
0: so that's why like, when you when you sent that that that, uh, that that group chat text, like it took me like literally two seconds to even think. It wasn't even thought, it was like, oh easy. Harden, uh I I said LeBron, Harden, Kawhi, Curry, and Durant. Like it wasn't I didn't even have to think about it, right? But then when I hit send I was like, should I have sin, Giannis? then I was like, who would I take out? Right? These guys have worked their their craft for so long and they've been good for so long. The MVPs, the championship-level talent, to just d- discount that over a guy who's young and having a great season. To me, it's just, Not just ridiculous. Not even a great
1: rate at the time, games like, yet. Rate 14 <laughs> games at that time. Yeah. So it's like, come on, you know, <laughs> come on. But I like him. I hope he's. I hope. Like, I love him. I hope. I hope we get to see a guy this big, this long. Pause. Get to be. <laughs> <laughs> get to do yeah, fam. Get to do all of this, you know, and like be shoot, dribble like KD, but defend like Kawhi, Kawhi, you know, or even Durant, rebound like. and defend like I would say Rockman or somebody. If I yeah. go old school, like I could, you could just really he had, he has the potential to be a lot of different Hall of Fame players in one. So I get the prison, I get the hype, I absolutely get it. But I have to see him live it out because, yeah. you know, I think eventually, you know, we're gonna stop your one trick pony. Like LeBron had to learn how to shoot it at some point. Yeah, right? now he's
0: shooting the forty percent for three and ninety five percent. It's crazy. Uh, from a standpoint of MVP though, and kind of keeping on with that same vibe, would you put Kyrie and MVP in MVP conversation?
1: I would put him in the conversation. I would not give it to him. Um, I would put him in the conversation because he is leading the best team right now. But I would give him Steve, Stevens best team. Coach of the Year, for sure. And uh, MVP would be who I predicted. James Harden. James Harden.
0: We'll Harden. see. We'll see. I, listen, I was 100% agree with you. Off air, we had this conversation just talking about topics. And I'm 100% agree with you, bro. Like, this is, I think, eighty. I think it's seventy-five percent Brad Stevens. How's
1: he doing this? It's
0: twenty-five percent. How does he players.
1: come in the league and he's doing the like he's vet coaches like this? Like he, he's coming
0: in the league. Like I know he hasn't won like a championship yet, and it's on the horizon. It's only coming. It's coming. It is only coming, like, bro. Like it's only coming. You can sniff it, smell it. if, he, if it walks like a duck, it talks like a duck. It's a duck. This guy is will be one of the best coaches in the in NBA when it's all said and done. He is taking a very young team, revamped the team from a defensive standpoint, which last year was all basically predicated on defense. Defense right? and IT. Predicated mm-hmm. on defense, and then having an IT, Isaiah Thomas, as an amazing force close. closer, Corp. Corp. Right. right? Revamped the team in the offseason, I was one of them. I said, the team won't be the same because so they took away all their defensive players. And now they added in all these offensive players and then they have all the rookies and young players who but he won't play
1: defense. And I said we, I said Al Horford won't rebound enough. We don't know if Jalen Brown the only defender if he'll commit to it.
0: Everything that we said, they did the opposite of. Right. The defending of the top five defensive teams in the NBA. The whole team is gritty. I mean, they have a superstar in Kyrie who isn't even having a career here. He's only averaging 20.9 points a game. Thank you. Like, period. He's only averaging five assists. Not none of those are career highs.
1: Thank you.
0: None of those are career highs at all. Like he's not even having that great of a season, but they're still have rattled off 16 straight games.
1: Yo, I really want you guys to remember and look back at the at the play. I really wish it was the playoffs. I want I want you guys to look back to Brad Stevens drawing up plays against the Wizards in timeouts. And them coming out running these sideline or out-of-bounds plays with buckets that he's drawing up every time they call a timeout. Or, better yet, this is more memorable. Remember when, what's his name, uh, with the Pistons now, uh, from Texas, he played with the Celtics last year. Avery Bradley. Avery Bradley. Makes that bouncing three against Cleveland, their only win. Yep. He's wide open on that play. This is after a timeout, and Brad Stevens draws this play. He's wide open. This is the NBA. Yeah. It's not easy to do this. <laughs> <You know? laughs> and, like... and he's drawing them up each timeout. Like here's another one. Like he's. I, I'm excited about this because this dude is a beast. And it's just only a matter of time before he gets hardware. I'm a huge Brad Stee- Matter didn't he take B- Butler to the national champ? Didn't he take the small school from Indianapolis to the National Championship twice? Come like, on. back-to-back? Back-to-back? Like, Come you on.
0: like, you don't do that in college, bro. Like, it, one game in your house. Gordon
1: Haywood, wasn't he shooting from half court to beat Duke? You know what I'm <laughs> It saying? almost made it. almost made sure. you know, it. Like, huh, like, let's think about that. Like, Brad is a beast. So, I'm going to calm down. but I'm, a, I'm on the bat. I'm a Brad fan.
0: And one thing I'm loving is the fact you have these young players like Jalen Brown, who's averaging 15 points a game. Jason Tatum averaging... 14 points a game. Remember, I was on saying on the draft won the draft. Yep. And I mean you had these guys who were playing defense who are super long. And look at a guy like even like Marcus Smart who's coming off the bench and putting in good minutes. Terry Rozier, my, I like Terry. my only knock on him is that in playoff time, they don't have a six man. They really don't have a a long six man who can come off the bench and be a wing. They have a point guard six man, which is which is good, and Terry and Marcus, but they don't have that wing kind of guy who can stretch a little bit and come off the bench. That's what they're missing. They're missing, in my opinion, uh, a guy like, uh, who's the guy who broke uh, uh, Love's shoulder, uh, the headband? Crowder. No, uh, the white guy. Um, oh, 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 Olenek. Right? Yeah, they're missing a guy like that who can come off the bench, light it up a little bit, you know, put in in three, grab some rebounds been missing so
1: the only thing that they could maybe they make a move or they develop maybe um Tatum a little more So he can be the guy off With the second group Tatum was supposed
0: to be that yeah. Because you had Gordon right. You know So Tatum was supposed to be that They're
1: running these young guys though, and These young guys So now like They either play Like OKC Or play Paul George Or Melo The second group And they're the guy Yeah Maybe they'll Keep another one Either Jalen Or Tatum They'll grow one of those Or maybe uh, Or Kyrie too They'll swap that out Yeah exactly and Today you spearhead The second goal To lead the second team Yeah yeah you got, you got three guys to do it.
0: Do they pose a threat to Golden State? Now, they beat Golden State, and they locked them down as far as defensively. And they beat Golden State in this run. Um,
1: no, not yet. Do they pose, they don't pose a Nobody. Player? Nobody opposes uh, a threat in 7-0 City. Yeah. yeah, okay. Absolutely nobody. That's fair. Yeah, that's fair. Absolutely that's nobody. That's fair. Yeah, because, I mean, I can't expect Jalen Brown or Tatum to play that dominant, and I can't play for Steph. I can't. You can't predict Steph and Clay shooting that bad every
0: game. Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, one thing that people always say in the experts is, like, the common man who watches the NBA normally the season starts after Christmas. Like, that's when the NFL is going of wind down. The casual fan, that's when the NBA season starts. And you kind of see the teams are at. Um, for the enthusiasts, the folks who actually live and breathe the NBA, the experts will tell you, the season's over after 20 games. The first 20 games kind of tell you where seasons are, you know where, 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 you know, where players are, and so, you know, when it comes down to where players are, where teams are, you look at the Celtics, you know, 16 straight, and you have, you know, the Cavs kind of struggling a little bit, um, they're kind of, you know, hitting their stride, and they won like four or five in the last six or something like that, so they're playing pretty well uh they like just eight, seven, yeah but they were like two and like seven or something like that for a while yeah. so you know they're playing okay where does it come from from a sense of the Cavs? and does this feel like you know Cavs circle <laughs> 2005.
1: <laughs> like you know it's, I, <laughs>
0: I hate how Boobie's name is gonna like live in infamy for the rest of like LeBron's career right like <laughs> or Moon
1: what's my man well my memory Jamarian Moon is my like <laughs> Anthony Parker and and Sasha Popovich yeah <laughs> come on and Kenan Parker's brother Anthony Parker <laughs> my goodness he had the he was the last with the actual true wristband yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know how people wear sleeves and stuff now he had the just just straight up thick wristband no but um the, I mean yeah, I mean, could be, because D-Way would be Larry Hughes. <laughs> <laughs> right? Today, <laughs> hey, like, this D-Way could be Larry, that Larry Hughes. He could score, still. Um, Yeah, it's a bunch of notes. So, yeah, I've been saying that. I don't think J.R. Smith and uh, Iman Shumpert should have been on the team this year at all. I don't think the Tristan Thompson contract was a good one even though it was only $85 million back then it's not a lot today Yeah, I just I don't think he's a piece for the championship team I, those three people were, like them those are three new bodies I think they should have and they could have gotten some solid value value out of that but but those, the, 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 the
0: challenge is though keeping Daddy LeBron happy right no, and so you start trading away the championship pieces and he gets upset and he can move on uh you know,
1: the inevitable,
0: yeah, right, it's probably <laughs> gonna happen anyway, um, you know, this does remind me of those Cavs 2005-2016's because LeBron literally has to score 30 points a game for them to be even competitive, and he has to play 39 minutes for them to even be in the game, right, and so he's trying to figure it out, and I think they will figure it out eventually, and be a top three or four season NBA, but at what cost, is it LeBron's cost of him having to play 40 minutes a game, uh, which is, you know he's getting older, and yes, he's one of the greatest athletes of all time. But only so much you can your body can handle at that point, right? So, I mean, how did how did he do that?
1: Yo, um, I would love to see LeBron pull like pull or Russ pull last year and just go all out mode just, and just, just go balls to ball the wall. just he's he's. I don't think he will because I think he feels like he can get through the playoffs without doing all that. But I think we'll see a midget of it, though. I think he'll slightly do it. We'll see Spurs will. He'll just thirty five, ten, fifteen, to ten for this week. You know, <laughs> I feel like we can see that this week. You yeah. know, he might die down, and who knows? Depends on his help. I think it's a good gauge and barometer of what his team needs. I'm, I'm excited. I'm really yeah. happy with what I'm seeing with LeBron's playing well. Uh, he he is he's he's going into the bag. He got Austin Rivers and Sir makes mix a lot right there. I mean, and, and Austin Rivers jumped out there at him like I'm a guard. I'm about to try to. He, he didn't have to switch like that. He jumped. That's when you jump out there like I got
0: you. I got you slapping like, the floor yeah, like yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no sir. No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, from his from a stat
0: perspective, obviously LeBron's like a stat king, right? And so you know, from a field goal percentage, he's shooting uh... one of the best, the best in his career at 58.5% from the field one of the best three-point shooting six percentage he's had forty percent he's averaging the most points he's had in his career since his last year in Cleveland so this is reminiscent of that Cleveland kind of era where he doesn't have any help, he doesn't have a second superstar this might like the first time, you know, since Miami where he doesn't have like a second superstar, right? He only has good player is not like a superstar. I wouldn't call Kevin Love a superstar.
1: No, but he... No, not a superstar, but he's right below. Yeah, he's, he's a, a star. A, he's a like, two-way play,
0: player. He's a two-way star player.
1: Yeah.
0: But, I mean...
1: He's a... I wouldn't call him a perennial all-star. But an all-star. A nice, like, five-time all-star for his career. You know. Who, Kevin Love? Yeah, has he already been there
0: that Yeah, I think he's been there that long. Like, he's had two in the West. I think he's already had three by this point, right? So,
1: yeah, so maybe, yeah, yeah, yeah. so I like guess. He'll, pre- he'll be like an eight-time All-Star. Probably. You can call that Perennial. Yeah,
0: Perennial, right? You can
1: call that Perennial.
0: Okay. Okay. So, I don't know, so we'll see. I think uh, LeBron, you know, he, to your point, he has a, a huge performance every Sunday
1: night kind of to win. What does OKC need to do to fix things? Because in the same <laughs> point of the cast... And also to go back to the first 20 games, while I feel like that that writer could be on to something, this will be the year of the anomaly for that. Yeah. It's too many 500 good teams that. That are gonna make the playoffs.
0: Yeah, and also too, like guys like Kawhi who's hurt, right. haven't played yet, and the Spurs will probably be better, obviously with him.
1: I made the point about um, Bledsoe to Milwaukee. I feel like that stabilizes them a little more than what you want to say. Mm-hmm. Maybe give him credit. Uh, just, I just feel like Bledsoe's ten times better than Middleton uh, in terms of offense. You knowing he can—he's a combo. They needed that combo. for all that yeah, you know they do. He can play, um, he can play off into uh, Antetokounmpo, and he can play the point. I, mean.
0: I, I think it's gonna be a good, a good fit. And once Bledsoe kind of figures it out from an offensive perspective, I think they gotta get rid of Jason Kidd. And I, I think he, I think he's not developing the uh, the other players around um, Giannis as well. Um and I don't know I don't know. They should be better than what they are.
1: Everything bangs on they, they should be better. Maker, that's why. Everything banks on what time Maker it's, it's so they're short time Maker who hasn't developed yet, Cause he's going to get bigger. Probably needs a whole another year. And then uh, your boy from Dude, Jabari, who has to been, be, yeah, he has pressure. to be trade back now. You think trade date? Yeah, I don't know. You think so? They want Chris Middleton. Hopefully, not anymore after the season's kind of played out, but they wanted to go Chris Middleton. He's their third, game. what, second best option. They want Chris Middleton, though, because he's more of a true position. Like, you got to play through Jabbar on the block. He's like Mellow. Yeah, is a, a ball he's stopper. also built like Mellow. <laughs> he is. He's, he's a free. Like, he's going to it. Whenever he comes back, he's going to be nice. I hope so. Chicago kid. Yeah, I think he's a ball stopper, though.
0: Um. Yeah, that could be the case and, and I really want to go back to the OKC point Because there are like a lot of teams that are kind of on that cusp of, They've had so much change over the course of last year And people think it's like pickup ball You can just pick up the, the five best players And then just like, you know, rattle off, you know, 43 victories That's how they've been
1: playing, though They've been playing pick ball
0: Yeah, it doesn't work that way, right? <laughs> Pass it around to my boy <laughs> Get something <laughs> yeah. down, Melo is your turn, so- yo, get <laughs> <at> him, <laughs> Melo <laughs> It doesn't work (laughs) Uh, You know what can OKC do to kind of make themselves better I thought it was defensively, from my standpoint But you brought up a great point They're actually a top 10 or you know uh, A top 10 defensive team from that standpoint Of stopping people and playing at a good pace It's Russell It's Russell Russell Westbrook literally has to say You know what this is my team I'm the leader I'm the highest paid I'm the reigning MVP This is my show
1: Cause right now he is like, I would say masterfully if they were winning, but right now he is orchestrating to get to keep everyone happy. He better than I ever thought I could see him do. I mean, I hope that he be here, but now it's like I want him to say, "Melo, we're not ice on you for a whole quarter." Uh, you know what I'm saying? Like. And, I'm
0: hoodie Mellow or not player? Yeah. Like okay,
1: Paul George, I know he can get your you can get your mid range whenever, but we're gonna only ask for that as a shot clock running down. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like they just need to do that because sometimes it just comes out and just one on one. And he does a good. I think Russell does a good job helping, assisting with him getting his twenty shots. Mellow and Paul George with. Uh, the Big Key, Adams, with six to ten shots. That's yeah. his name, <laughs> I follow OKC. Okay, yeah. You
0: know, I, I wonder if, uh, you know, is Russell like a good leader? Because like, I, you judge leadership, I judge good leadership not by when you have mediocre to sorry players on your team and you leading them. I judge leadership in the sense of you have superstars on your team and you're leading those other superstars to victories. You're telling them, hey, listen, guys, like, this is not how it's gonna go down, right? Um, it's easy to lead, you know, Roberson, and Adams, and McDermott, and Taj Gibson. Like, it's easy to lead those guys because those guys, you don't expect much from the offensive end from those guys. Uh, but to lead Melo, who's been a Premier all-star, a Hall of Famer, to lead Paul George, who's also a Premier all-star, maybe a Hall of Famer based on stats you know how do you lead those guys yeah I mean that's it you know how do you lead those guys
1: it's early man I you know
0: it's it's, it is early I think uh, they'll figure it
1: out all indications that Russell is an excellent leader and this is not I'm a huge fan so of course I I, I felt that way but all the, but Billy Don like to hear to hear players in cult, like, and even Enos Cantor on a different team you got the people in the room minus KD
0: that's my question. Minus would KD. KD say he's a good leader?
1: KD vouches for him as a KD's not a leader, so I think he would actually. Okay, actually, that,
0: actually that's that, that's there. my point in the sense of yeah, the Cantors and the Stephen Adams. I
1: think KD would. Okay, I don't know if he would say he's a better leader than Steph. Nah. So I mean, there's levels to leadership. that say he's not a good leader. I think say he's a good leader. Okay. Um, but Steph has. With the help of his coach and some and Draymond, who's probably the best leader on the team, mm-hmm. um, they they all help stuff get to, oh, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know the hierarchy there, but there's some leaders in there, and KD's happy to not be one, but
0: I think. Yeah, KD's alone for the ride, you like,
1: He said that, dude. You yeah. see the,
0: he's just so alone for the ride, and, you know, I love KD. You know, my home. kid
1: can't. My, if I had a kid, dog, he could look up to that dude.
0: <laughs> like, back home, that's my guy, like, one love, KD. KD like that's my guy right, but
1: you can't be this damn talented.
0: Yeah, <laughs> just be like riding the coattails straight up. Just you know, there was it was a highlight when um, uh, Steph Curry's in the wall. He threw up like a he did some move and threw up like an underhand jump shot, like underhand, and it went like fifty feet in the air and just dropped in the net. Right, everybody's like dancing and going crazy, and KD's just like in the mix, is like giving it all, just like yeah, dance he moves, i we dances. Like he
1: I'm just like I don't know. Enough. But I think that Russ is a, is a good leader again. I think everyone says that, that he runs the ship in the locker room. Okay, and Melo's also said he's encouraging him to be who he is, to be in the attack mode. I think he needs to be a little more in attack mode. I mean, he's, right now he's averaging 20 points, 8 rebounds, 10 assists. Like, he's still... Two stills. He's still that guy, you know, and he's getting two other people twenty shots a night and one person ten.
0: That's a point that you brought up that I was just like so shocked. I mean
1: they lost a lot now all got twenty shots.
0: <laughs> That's a huge point. You know, you got three players getting twenty shots a game. Right. At some point is like, hey guys, we gotta get others involved or I gotta get my thirty, you get your ten, you get your fifteen. Like, at what point do you start saying you can't just all have even you know shots that's and we're I mean. all just that's, rolling why, the that's ball. what i'm in my
1: pickup yeah it's like something you're right it's too evenly spread like you can't do that without trying if you're just out there playing the game like you guys are trying to do this i feel like yeah or and i got to watch a lot of OKC. they don't have enough good enough bench i feel like for them to like spread the wealth a little more
0: so that's what i'm saying i wonder if like you know when the subs start when they start making the you know the play rotations that you know, maybe Melo's being left with like the second-team player. So now it's like, alright, Melo's turn. he gets his 10 shots. And then, you know, Paul George comes in, and then he gets his 10 shots. And then Russell... not all Russell, together, Yeah, yeah and then Russell comes in and somehow gets his 10. And then they're all on the court in the second half, and they're just kind of spreading the well.
1: The way they got to get better is... Uh, Abrina's got to get, get a shooting a little better. But Raymond Felton's been playing solid, but he has to have a good yeah. year. Which is tough to think that that's possible for him to consistently. He's been playing pretty well.
0: But any backup point guard against Russell is not going to not gonna be...
1: You just have to be solid. You have to hit the open three. You can't turn it off. You just got to be solid. Yeah. They haven't been that solid since David a- or DJ Augustine. A DJ, yeah. yeah. And That's because he can shoot. He's a pure shooter. You have to be a, like if you're gonna counter West, you gotta be a stri- Russell Westbrook. You gotta be a forward the for sure. Uh, in addition, Patrick Patterson and Jeremy Grant. Those are three people who, for them to have a good, a good bench. Patrick Patterson has to be
0: mm-hmm. 10 and 10. In the day. So I, I call this team okay. So I thought they were going to be second in the West, and I had them being second just because they were really healthy early on. And I think the the formula of having Melo being just a shooter and, you know, uh, having Paul George, another defender out there, I thought would be great. That's not really um, Say what?
1: They're, not, they're playing through Melo at times.
0: Yeah, but, which to me doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Uh, I think you need Westbrook to really go off and try to get 25, 30 points a game, and then when Melo gets his shot, Melo gets shots. Like at this point in Melo's career, Melo should be along for the ride. He, Melo should be along for the ride.
1: They're talking about him about changing his, or accepting another role, but he he can score, but he, he is. can't be
0: focused. So. Like when you watch him play, like you just say, you, you know how some people, some players in the court, you're like, you know what, like, he can just score. Like he's just a natural, like, he's a scorer.
1: When he puts it, like, yeah, he is, that is the best way to describe him. It's like, he has you by the balls at all times.
0: Every single time. <laughs> like, the moves, the post moves, the little setbacks, the shimmies, yeah, the, the using his body, you know, just.
1: He's gonna get whatever he wants when he wants
0: it. I feel like if he went to the big three, he'd be just like dominant, <laughs> Like straight up. <out. laughs> Clear out. <laughs> uh, all right, man. So that's kind of I think enough NBA for right now. Got a couple um, hot
1: takes. Now we got one more, Lonzo.
0: Oh yeah, yeah, Lonzo Ball.
1: Lonzo Ball walks away from the fight, the tech So
0: when I first saw it, I know it was a meme, and Lonzo's gonna get crushed for everything he does, good or bad. Did you hear what he said? I didn't hear what he said. What did he say?
1: So he said, you know, he's like, this is the NBA. I'm not really fight. I'm not trying to get attacked.
0: Which is true, because no, no one will be fighting. All true. <laughs> All true. hold back.
1: But you can't walk away from the team, the team concept. You know, you can't. you got to be a part of the team.
0: Yeah if, you're, yeah, if you're on the court and it happens, you got to be there to either break up or help. You know, just be yeah. in the mix, right?
1: You got to you ain't gotta throw a punch, but you just can't be just there. Walk away, Like I don't even know my boy got stolen. Yeah, and that's what that looks like.
0: If you're on the bench and it happens, I can see why you wouldn't, because they for yeah. crazy, right? But if you're on the court and it happens, you got to break it. Up. Up. Yeah, at least try to break it. I'll be a, be a point guard leader. Uh, he just had a triple, a triple double last night. He did. So, yeah. Eleven, That's
1: sixteen,
0: eleven, or something like that.
1: Second one the same. He was twenty and twenty-three days. The same, the same exact uh, year and days as LeBron in the second. Yeah.
0: I'm not. Um, not comparing the two at all. But, uh, you know, from that perspective, I think Lonzo gets a lot of this, a lot of heat, and a lot of it's given because of his dad, and I For totally sure. understand and totally get it his Shots will be struggling a lot. Um, I wonder if they're gonna start changing his shot maybe next maybe off season. season like uh, you know, the Lakers team, they were last time I checked, it was 6 and 10. Yeah. it's not bad, like, it's not that bad. If they win 30 40
1: games. 30, 30, I, mean, I, mean,
0: nice. I mean, I, 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 you know, I, I know, just told you, I told you, no, nice. I was like, yo, <laughs> I didn't know <laughs> that's a kid I, I, I like. What <laughs> what like. Translate
1: like this. I was like, in the summer league, I was a kid that I like, but at first, it was like he's gonna be. I was going minutes from Nance and Man's Randall. Hurt. <laughs> now Randall needs to be out. Oh,
0: Randall's on the bench.
1: That's on the bench. Crazy. On the bench. I mean, that's crazy. Um, so the ball, ball. So I was listening to Earl Watson on Undisputed the other day. Oh, uh, he was talking about Booker and raising that young kid to be who he is becoming. Mm-hmm. You gotta encourage him, like go get twenty shots a night. Yeah. It's like. You know he's such a good, smart player. He's not asking going to force 20 shots. He might get 15, but you want him to be aggressive. So you want to set the barometer the same way with, with, with Margo Ball. Maybe get 15 shots a because he's never really 15 times yes. but you want him to think aggressive right mm-hmm. the point uh, and then you'll grow, grow into it You ha- and he has to be ready to fail and know that he has a support system behind what i want to see from ball more than anything is for him to just be aggressive every single night yeah and that can be assertive no 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 matter what happens he's not gonna really be he's, it, so another thing so um uh, what's his name? I was just talking about it. Uh, Earl Watson just said he, he's like, it took like to the march or something or sometime before uh, Devin Booker dropped 30 on the heat against D-Wade, which was his worthy bull, I think he his first year he was still with me the heat up there. I think so. Yeah, he was like, he dropped 30 into the heat, which was his favorite player. And that's when you started to see it click for him. But this was like March. Mm-hmm. You know, so it's like, we're still in November. We're still waiting to see. We're still in November. So yeah. it's like, it took the kid who we saw score 70 in year two to March to get his stride to feel like I can go get 30 on my favorite player. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So it's going to be a little second. But what he has to do is go out and be aggressive every night and know that his, he has energy in the ball. That's a good point. He puts energy
0: in the ball, so that's what you're Yeah, for sure. Uh, speaking of the whole ball, the ball thing, uh, you know, uh, LiAngelo got caught up in in China overseas. I guess him and some teammates were stealing some glasses at the Gucci store or whatever it was, Louis Vuitton store, Louis Vuitton. whatever store, right? And ended up stealing these glasses and some other items, and they got put in basically China jail. Right, which is really nothing to play with because, you know,
1: they'll put your damn
0: they will yeah, they'll put you in jail for ten years, now, especially being a communist country and you being American. Like right? right. they'll right. set an example of you, right? right? Uh so you know, Trump came out and said that he basically called the president and had him released and he wanted praise uh, and then like LaValle <laughs> was like Trump who? <laughs> like just gave him that yeah, scary my like man. the utter disrespect like the man that gets his son like kind of out of jail out of a you know out of a bond. he said he
1: didn't really help him like that's what they're trying okay. to say that Trump like this was all work happening before Trump said anything really? Like, and he called him knuckleheads at first, you know? <laughs> and then was like you owe me apologies." Like, you know he's just like he's to me it's like why is this news why is this on CNN <laughs> you know like that's what pisses me off about our president right now yeah. like, he's looking for a sympathy yeah like why like, like, I do made a good move Yeah, so, like, Tell why me, now you better say thank yeah, you <laughs> <laughs> knuckleheads you could have been spending 10 years in jail and on the, now so now on CNN all day I go to lunches Trump said, LeVar is ungrateful Like, what? Why <laughs> is this a political story? Yeah Like, what is going on in this world? Like, it's crazy But As, as Steve Alford as a UCLA coach I mean, what do you do? do you just spend these guys or what? definitely like, how do you handle this? They're talking half the year the whole year? The whole year? Half the year the whole year? That's
0: the question Nah, I think they actually like six games.
1: So, if this was Roderick's yeah. j- drive What would happen? Oh, slap on the wrist. They wouldn't be in jail. They wouldn't be in because jail. They, because life. they go to UCLA for sure. It'd
0: have been a slap on the wrist. Maybe been. you call the cops. There's an investigation. On Rodeo? Yeah. Maybe you call the cops. And, and, and you know maybe it's, it's a, a felony though. Yeah. Okay. Again, maybe you call the cops. Maybe it's an investigation. The glasses are being on return. Probation. And it's a slap on the wrist. And maybe
1: community service
0: or something. Yeah, community service or something like that. Like it isn't like you know. It, again,
1: it's not ten years in jail, but something would happen if you've done this. Something has to happen. <sighs> And it has to be it has to be more because you were representing a country in another in China. It's That's not, the reason why it's I not think, just yeah, your family, yeah. you see it's like the United States of America too.
0: Yeah, for, for sure. You know. Um yeah, so I don't know. We'll see what happens, but it was
1: silly. He's like, How do you? So he's gonna look like a dickhead riding around in this Ferrari that Lonzo <laughs> just bought him. And he just got done stealing some goddamn glasses. Look <laughs> yeah. like a fucking dickhead. <laughs> so that's what that's on oh, him. That's oh, the punishment.
0: I'm too. in out in Brentwood
1: <laughs> in a Ferrari <laughs> oh, man.
0: riding in Bel Air on suspension over some movie Vuitton sunglasses glasses.
1: Like, dog, what's wrong with you? Yeah, and Lama, I don't think about cares enough because he calls him his sex symbol. He, doesn't, he knows that's not the one that's going to be. Nah. nah, nah. <laughs> yeah.
0: He's going to be like the agent.
1: He's, he's like, going to be the rich like, ball. He, I mean, he's getting all the women. That's what he yeah. says about him. It. It's <laughs> like, dog, that's fucked up, your dad. Talks high like <laughs> It is what it is, but he he's just like the rich Paul, man. He's <laughs> going to get all the
0: women. <laughs> I'm surprised the end Leander didn't just like say, screw college, I'm going to be like the CFO, the CEO. go get
1: a bag <laughs> off a of, off of ball. It might not be the league. He can shoot. Yeah. He's just not an NBA player. He can really sh- I think he can shoot at the best. Probably so. Yeah, I, he can really shoot that thing. They all shoot ugly, but he. To me, I think he can probably put it up. That's what he does. He stands by the three. So he might have a day. chance, man. He's six He can't go right ground, down. He can't jump. So he's not a dunker. You know. Right we'll here. see. But, all right, the last thing that i to talk about is uh, OU's quarterback, Baker Mayfield, really quickly. You made some obscene gestures to the Kansas fans, told them they need to go listen to basketball, grab his nuts, uh, dropped a bunch of slurs. Is this a big deal?
0: Uh, I didn't think it was a big deal, only because uh, it's football, and I think a lot of things are said in between the, in between the lines. Um, I think, uh, you know, Marshawn Lynch, for example, he grabs his crotch every time he scores a touchdown, basically, right? right? Not a big deal because it's the NFL. Maybe because he's not a quarterback. Uh, maybe you hold the quarterback to a higher standard. right? I'm using air quotes, too. And so I wonder if it's only a big deal because it's college, right? Because, again, in NFL, Marshawn does this a lot. They all talk smack. And, you know, where, where his anger really, like, came from was the corner flip. And the little kid, you know, he went to go shake the little kid's hand. And one, I don't even know why he shit the little kid's hand. Like, the kid is on the KU uh sideline and he's wearing a KU uniform or you know jumpsuit. Yeah. No one else went to go shake the little kid's hand, but I guess he felt empowered because he's like a higher than Kenneth and he's like Baker Mayfield, this kid will respect me. The little kid basically said, nah,
1: go fuck yourself. Like <laughs> 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 for OU. What do fuck about? It, Baker Mayfield? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so no, I'm I think it's a big deal because he was making the gestures to fans. He was talking to fans too. So that's where it becomes out of line. Like if you only you know how much fans say though I know that's gonna be the case. Like Tyre like against the Chiefs. <laughs> Terrell Pryor was getting called all type of niggas. Yeah. He got in trouble. Cause you can't get in the war. Like you're never gonna win that battle. That's, That's true. Real. That's true. So as a player, you have to know this is gonna happen. Either quit, cause you know you don't like the you don't like the racism or the energy you're getting from the fans, or know that it's something you gotta block out. Yeah. Period. You can't address it. You know, you lost some of you, right? You lost, like. He's getting benched right now. So he lost. He's well, he, he's going to get benched for a play. I, I, mean, I know. Against West Virginia. I, I didn't say yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's still, you know, he's yeah, he, mad about it. They got too much riding but on I love it. I love how Jack is. Yes. So, <laughs> yes. he gets. Yes. So. Yes. That I do love. And it would be, if he was a, a middle linebacker, he would get praised That's what I'm saying. It's the quarterback first, college second. That's what I will say. Because I think if you're in the NFL and you're talking to the fans, you're going to get in trouble.
0: Okay, I you know I I hate the fact that he always has to apologize for his actions. He's being he's being apologetic for things. Every two weeks
1: he's doing something. Yeah, like you
0: know he's putting the flag in the dirt. You just won a game and you're excited. You got your flag. You went in their house and you stomped the motherfuckers. Put your flag on on you know on their 50 yard line. To go on the star and do your dance. Like yes, like that's a part of that's a part of you know certain pieces of the game. And you can't ask these players to get so hyped up, so emotional, and you want them to run as fast as they can, and do all the stuff, and then tell them, hey, calm down and hold your emotions, so you don't, you know, go crazy. You know, I'm getting to a point now where, let Baker be Baker. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, just let Baker be Baker, you got, basically... Two more months of this, and he's off
1: the NFL. <laughs> let Baker be Baker. He represents the college. though. I don't think that's yeah. Of, you can't let that happen. You can't that's let players A- be man. players when they're representing university. The At some
0: point, representing university, but he's also making you billions B- or B- millions, whatever. Mr. B, whatever, B- <laughs> MRB, whatever yeah. it is, yeah. that's what you're doing by being Baker Mayfield. And Especially he's not
1: if he goes to New York for the high like that type of yeah. yeah. And
0: he's not doing something that's like uh Disrespectful to like you I'm know okay with the like, you, domestic violence you or, can't
1: grab your stuff on TV that I'm okay with everything because you can bleep it out but you can't just be grabbing and wiggling <laughs> one of my <laughs> one of, hey, it happens
0: in baseball all the time but one of my uh, you know things was uh, marbles right from major league baseball Tanaka right? yeah. would be like yeah. <laughs> you, you know no yeah like you have no marbles, no marbles yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying like yeah. so like. To me, like it's it's fine as sports, right? Um, I don't know, man. I just hope this blows over. I hope you know Baker will be a Heisman candidate. He will probably win the Heisman if he went out. So that's all, man.
1: All right, man. That's great show, man. Like, Yo, I mean, this is a dope show. I like. Actually, I enjoyed the energy deal. was crazy. Yo, um, until next time, you guys know we need feedback. We need yeah, us Interactions with you guys. Uh, we're will have going to have a we're gonna have an even stronger presence in social media going forward at TSA Sports Talk, IG, yeah. Facebook, Twitter. Um,
0: yeah, one of the things we didn't talk about today was actually the NFL power ranking. So I think what we'll do is we'll probably post over social media and give us your feedback. I'll post my five. I'll, you know, Ra will give me his five. I'll post that as well. Sounds good. And just give us feedback and see where we come out. Um, to kind of go from there, man. But
1: yeah, compare yours with ours. Yeah. To the ESPN or however you guys want to compare. That's see, a great show. All right, man.
0: Peace. Peace. T S A.